You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. Welcome to bonus episode number one of Rooted and Overflowing. I am flying solo today with content from a message that I recently shared at a local women's organization. I did not record the session where I originally delivered the message, so I'm presenting it from my notes. But before I get started, I have a few updates about the podcast that I want to tell you about. Rooted and Overflowing will now be released by season. So watch your podcast feeds on September 7th for episode one of season two. I have a very special guest that I'm excited to share with you. So make sure you're following the podcast so that you can hear this wonderful conversation. The first Saturday devotional will return on October 2nd. When you visit LetitiaEvans.com, you can enter your name and email address when the form appears or click subscribe to be added to the email list. And then you'll receive the devotional on the first Saturday of every month. Rooted in Overflowing Ministries and the podcast are both created to inspire women to be confident and resilient in the Christian faith. In support of the mission, the First Saturday devotional is designed to guide you a little deeper into God's Word, inspire a practical understanding of what we believe as Christians, and help you embrace the hope that is available to us through Jesus Christ. For today's episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of being ready, being prepared for Christ's return. I cannot promise that what I share today will be easy to hear But I can certainly assure you that whenever I share from God's truth, it always comes from a place of humility, love, and with a sincere desire to communicate what is at stake and what we have to gain through having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Links to historical and scripture references will be in the show notes. The scripture passage we'll be looking at is from Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 38. The New Living Translation says, Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning, as though you are waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth, he himself will seat them, put on an apron, and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Jesus begins this discourse in the beginning verses of Luke chapter 12 with a warning, a warning against being influenced by the Pharisees and their hypocrisy. The chapter goes on to show people asking questions and Jesus is answering them with parables. When we get to verse 35, Jesus begins talking about the importance of being dressed and ready for service at all times because we don't know when it will be time to serve the master. Now, throughout scripture, we read in several places about the slave and master relationship. Particularly in the American church, scripture passages that have highlighted the slave and master relationship don't lend themselves to being received well. Passages like the one we're taking a look at in Luke chapter 12 have become tainted in large part because of the chattel slavery that was exercised in the United States. This slavery was fueled by greed and held together by cruelty. 
And so the misuse of the word of God in order to perpetuate and leverage this skewed version of slavery has undoubtedly caused years of confusion as it relates to this text and others throughout scripture. It's important to understand that as we read in the scriptures so that we can know that in cultures largely represented in the Bible, slave masters were known to take reasonable care of those who served them without pay. Bond slaves were committed to doing their work because they knew that they could rely on their master to provide basic food, shelter, clothing, safety, and so on. So in this illustration, Jesus is telling the people that our behavior, our disposition as believers is to have things in order as we await the coming of Jesus, just as a bond slave would anticipate the homecoming of their master. And that upon the arrival of their master, they will have a reward for the bond slave. In fact, the master will come in and serve the bond slave as they sit and fellowship. Luke chapter 12 talks about a wedding feast. Consider the master coming home with food from the wedding and taking time to sit and eat with his bond slave and clean up once they are done. Now, if the dirty dishes are on the table and the bond slave is unclean and in yesterday's clothing, when the master comes to the door, there's the chance that they would have missed out on the opportunity to fellowship with the master and even be served by the master. This parable that Jesus told the people, it highlights that there is great reward in being ready when the master comes. And for Christians, we are waiting for Jesus to come. In John chapter 14, verse 3, Jesus says about himself, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. 1 Thessalonians 4 Verses 16 through 17 give us a glimpse of the day we are waiting for. It says, The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. This is what we are preparing for. And while we know that Jesus is coming, we don't know when he's coming. Matthew 25 and 36 says, But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. God is faithful and he is true to his word to us. It's important that we understand that we have not believed on a fantasy or some sort of fancy lie to consume our lives on earth, only to be fooled in the end. God's word is true, and what we have believed about his plan of salvation and the conclusion of our time in this world is true. There will be a day when Jesus cracks the sky. It will be a day when those who have believed will be caught up in the air to meet Jesus. There will be a day when God will separate the wheat from the tear, and some people will go to heaven with Jesus, and some people will find themselves in hell because they did not believe on Christ. We are people, and we are vulnerable to the twists and turns of this world. And it is easy to become hopeless as the events of the day grow darker and more strange than before. But in light of these things, I encourage you, I encourage myself, I encourage all of us to stick with Jesus and stick with his ways. Stay prayerful during these times. Stay loving. Stay hopeful. Stay humble. 
Stay unwavering in the faith. Stand firm in the face of evil. Remain unchanged by the evil that is twisting the truth and twisting people's minds. Don't fall into the trap of believing that God's righteousness is wrong and outdated and that it has to change just because the culture is devolving. Remain encouraged in knowing that as we pray and stay connected to God, he will strengthen us in the face of darkness. He will strengthen us in the face of adversity. And it's important for us to also know that even though it feels like and it looks like this world is just spinning off of its axis, God is in control. God is still ruling from heaven. There is nothing that can happen on this earth that he created that is outside of his control. So in these few moments, I hope that you've been encouraged to prepare yourself. Be prepared for Christ's return. Remain faithful in prayer. Remain faithful in the other activity that builds us up in the faith. Continue to trust God and keep him at his word that there is a Christ who will be coming back for us. Remember, too, that this world is not our home. Our home is with the Lord. We are wayfarers traveling through this world, sharing the good news And we want people to hear and receive him to themselves. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. To listen on your favorite app, visit rootedandoverflowing.com. When you're there, you can also click the About tab and gain access to resources that are designed to inspire you in your walk with Christ. When you rate and review the show on your favorite app, it helps me to make sure I'm sharing information that's helpful. So let me know how I'm doing and invite a friend to listen. Until next time, stay rooted in Christ and overflow with gratitude.